Good morning, everybody. It is the Marcus Today morning meeting podcast on November the 8th. That's Tuesday to you. This is general advice only, not to be confused with personal advice. Usual rules. Henry, busy today on the ABC and Ausbiz today. You can go and find him on Ausbiz. He'll be on the ABC later tonight. I think I'm due on the ABC as well. Market today, behaving itself okay, up 21, as you've probably seen. Resources dead in the water. Banks having a bit of a recovery after a couple of days selling off. Macquarie went ex-dividend yesterday. ANZ went ex dividend yesterday and Westpac's results reaction yesterday wasn't terribly good. I see the average broker target price this morning in the research after the results is running with a target price on average 8% above the current share price. Typical stuff with Westpac and with the banks at the moment. I've written about in the strategy piece today. The bank sector is doing what it usually does over results and dividends. It tops out and I think there's a little bit of sobering up. The sector had a fabulous rally after the RBA only raised interest rates by 25 basis points in early October and then by only 25 basis points earlier this month. And then we had the CBA AGM, we had the Bank of Queensland results last month, both of which tend to or pass the message that net interest margins are rising as interest rates stay higher and the banks are probably in an earnings upgrade cycle when the rest of the world is worrying about cost inflation, the consumer peaking out the house housing market peaking out and the prospects or concerns about an economic downturn around the corner. So the banks have been outperforming. They've had their rally though. And as we've come into results and ex-dividends, as usual, looks like it's just sobering up. That's sort of what it did yesterday. Sector doing okay today, as I say, but this is seasonally the time they start selling off a bit. And this is also the time that you'll find the brokers get on the dog and bone and start telling their clients to switch out of the major banks into the CBA, which has results and dividends coming up in February. It is the biggest commission generating idea the Australian stock market has ever invented. Switch your clients out of the three major banks into CBA now. After CBA CBA goes ex-dividend, switch them all back in and then back out again. It is 25% of the market. If brokers can get the institutions doing that sort of thing, then the commission is huge and you have play the game as a broker. Anyway, bank sector doing okay today. The other thing I've written about today is the resources sector rally, which has burnt out as quickly as it caught a light. The Chinese have reiterated their COVID policy as of Sunday. Glad we didn't buy into it. There is a fabulous trade to be had timing BHP and Rio. That is to say long duration trade, not short term trading. BHP in particular has big pivot points and can be moving 25 to 50 percent five or six times in three years and that's the game. At the moment, the sector is on the nose. The iron ore price is 65% off the top. In fact, it's not really the sector. It's just iron ore stocks, BHP, Rio, Fortescue, and a few others. They're on the nose because of the Chinese economy going nowhere and because of the risk of global economic recession, which still remains. So resources on the nose. A big pivot point is coming, but it could be months away, if not years away, before it gets going again. But it will get going, waiting for the moment by BHP and Rio. It's not here yet. There was just a chance that changing COVID policy ignited a short-term rally, but seems to have fizzled out already. Fortescue's the best trade on the Chinese economic outlook, should that change. And it's the best trade on the iron ore price as well, if you compare volatility to possible return. There are smaller stocks
books, but you'll see the chart of FMG against the iron ore price in the strategy piece today. It is on the nose in a big way. The trend is down. We wait for that to turn. Could be any time, could be ages. So that's covered the two biggest sectors of the day. The other things occupying us at the moment are the US CPI number on Thursday night. I see great column inches committed to what that's going to do. It's just pointless. No one can predict it. There's no point discussing it or reading paragraphs about it. All we've got to do is wait for it and react for it, react to it. So that'll be Thursday morning our time. Sorry, Thursday night their time, Friday morning our time. US midterms going on at the moment. I see the keyword Trump appearing, reappearing in the headlines. I wonder whether he's actually going to have a 2024 presidential run. The red hat is back on for the midterms, that's for sure. Let's see if it develops into something more long term. The effect of the US midterms is likely to be the Republicans gaining control in one of the houses and that injects legislative gridlock, which is seen as quite a positive for the market because you find companies can make decisions without the uncertainty of government changing the rules on them with legislation that they can push through without opposition. So it tends to dumb legislation down a little bit and that tends to be seen as a mild positive because it reduces some of the legislative uncertainty. Bottom line, I don't think the midterms are a big stock market event. Otherwise, in strategy today, I've written a few things about Canada, who, in order to protect their national security, have insisted Chinese companies sell their holdings in three Canadian-listed junior miners that are developing lithium, cesium, and tantalum, which are described as critical metals. And they say they're active, acting decisively when investments threaten our national security and our critical mineral supply chains. The newswires are building this up into the formation of a metallic NATO with everyone from Australia to the US, Canada, Finland, France, Germany, Japan, Korea, Sweden, Britain, and the European Commission involved in the new metallic NATO. And they described it as the great critical minerals game of nations. My money's on Jon Snow, or should it be on the White Walkers? I'm not sure. As I leave you, market up 19. The strategy portfolio is fully invested. Happy enough with everything that's going on, which is nothing's really going on. In the ideas portfolio, Domino's is back in the money. Had a good bounce after that profits warning of sorts last week. We're back in the money in that and very happy with gold. Gold has seen overnight the US dollar drop again and it does seem like there is a bit of a pivot point happening in gold. We will see. Had a very good week last week. Aristocrat Leisure up 7% for us, but we've got zero down 9% at the moment. Domain Holdings down 10% and Macquarie's up 4%. Without the market really heading off in one direction or the other, the ideas portfolio is a bit quiet, it's got to be said. Right, that's about that. Watching out for the CPI number this week, Friday morning our time. NAB results tomorrow, a few other results as well. Orica, REA, zero on Thursday, loads of AGMs going on. China's got some inflation numbers tomorrow. Ex-dividend date for Westpac now that they've had their results can be confirmed on the 17th or at the 17th of November. NAB's not announced yet, but it's expected to be 15th of November. That's about that. I've got tickets for the T20 cricket on Sunday, the final. Hoping England will be in there. Australia, sadly not. That's about that. You have a good day. Speak to you soon. (laughs) 